Preston, Preston, near post City, it's in, and again Warren Spink has a hand in it, Andrew Zinni scores the goal, not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch, two goals in two minutes, 2-1 up, Preston Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on Crossfield ball for Tineski to try the spectacular. It's brilliant. Is it over the line? Yes. What's a goal from Alex Tineski? It's the winner. What a great goal by Kuleski. The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. The Preston Lions are the Premiership champions. Oh, at the back post. There it is. And is that the goal that takes them up? Through ball for Spink. He's in the box. Back for Cole. Cole square. Here's a chance for Smith. Smith, yes, it's there. Spink, Cole, Smith. Smith doing the damage. 1-0. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lions Den. It is time to get seriously excited. Our first home game of the season is finally here at Jenna Steel Stadium. And give it 24 hours, this place is going to be absolutely rocking. We've had volunteers working around the clock to make this possible. Repainting, cleaning. We've got new metal lettering at the top of the grandstand, which you can see is looking more vibrant than ever. It's going to be looking in tip-top shape, so you better get here early. Expecting a crowd of more than 5,000, so you've got to be patient at the gate. Have your money ready. Your membership will be checked if you're a member. And if you want to check out the new social club that's reopening across the road, we're calling it the 12th Man, the Preston Macedonia Social Club this season in honour of our beloved supporters. That's open from 6pm, and the gates here will be open at 6pm as well. Bring your voices, bring the passion. Together, we are Preston. And we're back in the pavilion, movie magic guys tonight. Here on the Lions Den, we've got a very exciting show coming up for you. We've got senior women's goal machine, Rachel Sturton, and men's winger, Rob Stambolziev, waiting in the wings. But before I welcome my guests tonight, there are a number of housekeeping things that we need to get through. As we mentioned in the intro, 6 p.m., the 12th Man Social Club across the road is going to be opening up. Uh, so make sure you get across there, check out the refurbishments, it's looking fantastic and uh, it's a major achievement from all of the volunteers that we have working on this to get that back up and running this season here at Preston Lions. The gates will open to the stadium at 6pm as well in preparation for the 8.30pm kickoff. At 7pm we have the sponsors and honour board members only pavilion event starting, so if you don't have your pass, no Lanyon card, no entry. You have to have that win with you. That's an invite-only event for this week. Honour board members and sponsors. Uh, the pavilion opens after halftime uh, for everybody to enter. So pre-match, no access to the new pavilion. Uh, there will be food available in the canteen on the exterior of the new pavilion and the old canteen in the grandstand as well. And we've also, welcoming this season, we've got Get Duck, which is a new service at MPL Grounds uh, around Victoria. And Preston Lions are very proud to be one of the first clubs to innovate and take this on board. And that means you won't miss a second of the action. 
You can order on your phone. There's a QR code that you can scan and you can order food on your phone. And when it's ready, they'll send you a text message. So we've got two pickup points for get duck orders, which will skip the queue and you won't miss a goal. There are two points. One is over on the scoreboard side. Uh, so the new scoreboard tower where we'll be filming and commentating from at the foot of the scoreboard tower, that's one station and one station at the entrance to the ground. At halftime, we've got kids on the ground. There's a $500 crossbar challenge and DJ Mangal will be playing pre-game, at halftime and post-game. So the party will keep on going. It's a Macedonian derby between Preston Lions and Geelong Soccer Club. And so we're going to show off the, uh, the Macedonian culture. It's going to be a really proud night for, for both clubs to be involved in. We're expecting well over 5,000 people in attendance. It's going to be a record-breaking crowd. So it is vital that you are patient and come with plenty of time to spare. No parking in and around the ground will be available unless you get there mighty early. So there's the industrial areas off Radford Road uh, that you can find a park in. We need to be uh, mindful of our neighbours. Um, we don't want to get any cars towed. And there will be parking inspectors, parking inspectors checking. So make sure you're not parking across people's driveways. You're not blocking uh, people from getting out of their houses. There are plenty of areas in the industrial zones, the, uh, the side streets off Radford Road in the drive up to the ground where you can find a park and it's only a short walk. So get in early, have your money and credit cards ready. Your memberships and cards will be scanned. They have to be presented. Don't just turn up expecting they'll know your face at the gate because it's a big crowd. We've got volunteers dealing with everything. Make it easy for our, our volunteers who are making this night happen, who've worked so, so hard to get the facility prepared. Smoking areas, there is no smoking in and around the grandstand or the, or the pavilion. So we're, we're mindful of everybody. So we have to keep away. The far four corners of the ground away from supporters can be smoked in, but you just have to be mindful, especially of families and children. So just help each other, help the club, use the bins around the ground, clean up after yourself, make it easy for everybody who volunteers their time the next day. And uh, make sure that you bring your voices and bring the passion. We're super excited for tomorrow night. It's been the culmination of a lot of work by a lot of people here, and we need you to make it happen. So get on down to Preston Lions versus Geelong Soccer Club, our first home game. It's an 8.30 kickoff, but you'll have to be here much, much earlier than that. We've got plenty of events scheduled to make it worth your while. Check out this new social club, the 12th Man, 6 p.m. Uh, with kickoff at 8.30. We'll go to a break. We've got Rachel Certain from the Senior Women coming up. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the brand new pavilion here at Genesee Steel Stadium. It is The Lion's Den live here on FNR Football Nation Radio, the official Preston Lions club show. I'm Josh Parrish and I've got the goal machine of the senior women's team, Rachel Sturton, here with me. Rachel, welcome back to The Lion's Den. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. No game over the weekend. Unfortunately, Monbog having to forfeit. So, 3 0 win. Woohoo. Yeah. On to the next round of the Nike FC Cup. I'll take the hat trick on that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll put, put all three of them down in your name. Yeah. Actually, you hardly need the goals because <laughs> the first Nike FC Cup tie against Melbourne University, you bagged four, was it? Yes, four. That's correct. Four goals. Yeah, can, can you talk me through them? Can you remember? Are you someone who remembers their goals, like an action um, replay? Or? Yeah, well, in preseason, I actually had a bit of a dry spell. So, um, 
coming into the first competitive match and getting four goals was one to remember. Um, the first goal was actually a penalty. Um, I tried to go across the keeper and kind of got clipped from behind. Um, so that was a penalty and four minutes later I did the same movement and managed to put it in the back of the net. Um, the third goal was a header, I think. <laughs> and I've lost track of the fourth one, to be honest. I don't remember the fourth. When you score four, it's hard to keep track. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it was a, it's a phenomenal performance. Was it 9-2 at the end? Yeah, it was 9-2 in the end. Credit to the girls to keep pushing and to get as many goals as we can. I think it was a good performance from everyone. Absolutely. Well, how did you, you keep in touch uh, over the weekend then without a game? Um, or did you just revel in the rest before the season yeah, started? Yeah, no, we did. We all had a weekend off, um, sort of, I guess, downtime before, I mm. guess, the season starts. We train three nights a week and play on the weekend, so it is a, a pretty full-on schedule. So, yeah, a weekend off um, leading into the first round. What's uh, Dan and, and Nacho been like in uh, in pre-season? They've been working you hard? Yeah, to be honest, it's the fittest I've ever been um, in my whole career. So, credit to, to Nat and working in the gym and on the field. Um, yeah, it's been a full-on pre-season, but I think we're, we've prepared well and ready for round one. Uh, it's not a beep test, but something you, you have the to run back as well. Test? Yo-yo yes. test. That's what Dan was talking about last <laughs> yep. week, saying the scores are off, off the charts this year. Yeah, we smashed, um, we smashed the second one. So um, it just goes to show that we've all been working hard. Um, I think even the first round we weren't too bad, but yeah, we smashed it in the second round and everyone was getting, yeah, above average so or even above good so yeah <laughs> absolutely we're well, fit that's so good to hear coming into pretty much your toughest opponent in the first week of the season Burundara Eagles who were yeah were neck and neck last season uh you know until until the suspension that was you had a game in hand I think on them but the last time you played them you did get the win uh tell us your your memory of, of that fixture because for a lot of the girls I think it was a highlight of the season yeah, it was a massive game. Um, I came in obviously five five weeks in, I think, to their season or something like that. I didn't play the first game for Burundara, so um, the second – and they lost the first week, uh, the mm -hmm. first game, I think. So um, it was massive to get a win against them in um, the second round. Um, and, yeah, I was happy to be a part of that. I bet. Uh, were there good celebrations after that one? Team uh, song? Yeah, there was a massive song and everything. The first time I'd had the, the Macedonian song. So, yeah, it was, it was good celebrations. Not by heart now? <laughs> not, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did only join halfway through the season uh, last year. Mm -hmm. Tell us how, how easy was it to, to integrate yourself with a new set of teammates? Um, yeah, the girls are awesome. Um, I think I've never really sort of connected with so many girls in, in one team before. Um, so it made it super easy to sort of come back here and get a full season in this time rather than just the, the five games. It wasn't long enough for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I think your commitment to the club is demonstrated by the distance that you have to drive for every training session and home match. Yeah, I basically live here now, so I might ask them to set me up a bed in the change rooms. <laughs> hey, I think the, the media room behind us is, yeah. is going spare at the moment. Yeah, yeah I spend more time here than at home, to be honest, so... Driving all the way up from the southeast is yes. incredible. And uh, your partner's a footballer as well, we hear? He is, yes. He's signed uh, locally at Langwarren this year, yeah. so he's not travelling too far at all. <laughs> Do you have a bed on? Because I know he's playing up front this season for Langy, I've heard. So yes. 
he did actually. Do you have a bet on into who's going to score <laughs> more goals? He said to me, do you want to make a bet and see who can score the more, most goals? And I said, sure. I think I you should take that action every day of the week. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll win. <laughs> I'm not going to bet against you, that's for <laughs> sure. So new signings in the team. Uh, we had a new Japanese player come in with uh, Miri doing so well last season. I think uh, all the supporters are very excited to see what her compatriot can, can bring to the side. Different sorts of players. Uh, totally different, yeah. Uh, Miri's obviously in the middle of the park. Um, Miri's more of a, I think, she creates a lot of uh, mm. ball movement through the middle, whereas Q is very uh, direct to goal, very fast, uh, and loves to run, which is opposite to Miri. <laughs> um, so, yeah, two def di very different players, and I think that's going to be um, yeah, great for us this year. And Mel Garcia is coming as well after uh, overseas adventures. She's yep. going to be playing against her former side in the Nike FC yeah. Cup, which is a really interesting draw, yep. getting uh, drawn against uh, NPL women's uh, outfit Heidelberg United in the next round, which isn't for a couple of weeks, but you must be excited for that draw. Yeah, we're not sure exactly on the date of that one yet, but we're all super pumped. Um, I think it's going to be a good game to sort of see where we sit um, in terms of NPL. Obviously, that's what mm. we're pushing for. So, um, yeah, we're all super pumped to see how we, how we go against Heidelberg. How you stack up? I, I still remember that game. I think was it against Box Hill here last season? The, yeah, it was the cup here tie. Then, but yes, <laughs> um, it was so heartbreaking. You pushed them the entire way. I know you weren't weren't here yet, but uh, maybe they they could have used you an extra time to pop a goal in before we went to penalties. But, yeah, they uh, were very unlucky. To be honest, they did well. Um, so hopefully, we can go further this year. Absolutely. The, the goal. <laughs> I mean, that, it's so exciting. The group of players that uh, have stuck together largely with a few marquee acquisitions on top. I mean, there's so many attackers in this team. There must be a lot of competition for places. Yeah, there is. Uh, we've got a massive squad. Um, I think the seniors alone, we've got 22 or something and we can only take 17. So Dan's mm. got a, a tough job on his hands. But um, I think it keeps everyone um, working hard for their spot and to be in the squad. So, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Well, we might have the game of the season in round one. Um, actually, no, I'll say game of the season is going to be the home game here. But a uh, close second, playing away to Burundara. That's at the State Football Centre, Darabin. Yep. Playing on synthetic. Yes. Do you love it or hate it? I love it. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm, I like playing fast. So, um, and obviously it helps with no bubbles going <laughs> everywhere. So, um, no, I do like playing fast and the synthetic helps that. So, um, no, it suits me well. That's interesting because most players just complain about it. Yeah, you know, no. I think the only thing for me is the slide tackling, but I, I try to avoid that. Or <laughs> <laughs> getting slide tackled. Yeah. That's that's the issue. Yep. <laughs> so it's going to be beautiful weather as well on Sunday, I believe. I haven't checked the forecast updated, but uh, 3.15 p.m. kickoff. Yes, it was originally 5.20. has changed to 3.15. Yeah, so uh, probably more people coming down at 3.15 on a Sunday than yeah, 5.20. 520 is, yeah, 5.20 is a bit of a painful one at 5.20 on a Sunday. So beautiful Sunday, traditional kickoff time at uh, the State Football Centre in Darabin. What would it mean to the team to get, you know, a sizable Preston away turnout there to support you in your first game? Yeah, it would be huge. Um, you know, the, the fan base that the boys have is crazy um, and it's super exciting, I think, for the girls to, mm. to have such a big club and all the support behind them. So, yeah, we're, super, we're hoping to get the three points and hopefully come away with a win. Some of the girls going to be here tomorrow for the first men's home game? Yes, yeah, so we'll all be training. We're training a little bit earlier so that we can finish early and support the boys. Um, we're all excited for the massive fan turnout, so it'll be good. Yeah, I mean, a huge, huge event. The first game we've had here at, uh, at Jenna Steele Stadium in the league this season. So really excited for that. It's going to be a massive bumper crowd, and we hope 
buoyed by maybe a win against Geelong. Some of those fans head down to Darabin, which is only a short drive from here. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, not too far. Pretty close to uh, to support you on Sunday. What are your personal goals for this season, aside from just putting the ball in the back of the net? Um, I think just staying fit. You know, I'm getting older now, so I'm noticing a few little niggles here and there. So Prefer to call it experience. <laughs> keeping my body fit and uh, like 100% to go every week is is one of the, the main priorities, but obviously scoring and putting the ball in the back of the net and getting three points to the team. And yeah, that's, I guess, the goals for me. What, what kind of feedback do you get from Dan? What does he want you to do? Um, well, he's he's pretty excited with the front three he has now. Mm. Um, I guess it's... About I, forming that understanding. Yeah, and I enjoy okay. assisting goals as well as scoring. So I think that's the goal for us three is, you know, we can assist each other as well as score. Um, and I think that'll be pretty dangerous coming up against other teams um yeah when we're all happy for each other scoring now we had her on last week she was too embarrassed to really go on about herself of course but um you can stitch her up now Di Fikulovsky <laughs> the captain going into her 23rd Preston Lions season I mean that must be you know inspiring for everybody yeah it's massive and the girls have so much respect for her and and what she holds at the club and um, yeah, I think it's it's phenomenal to see her go again this year um, and she's just constantly putting in and just helps out where she can. So, yeah, it's super awesome for the girls. Uh, we're a few uh, a few jealous people when she got a, a shout-out from Heather Garriott for season. Yeah, that no. go around the group chat? Oh, the girls loved it, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she was quite embarrassed, I think. <laughs> so unexpected. Yes. It's a very legend of Australian football to acknowledge, you know, the Preston women's captain, but that shows the strides that the club are making. People are starting to sit up and take notice of this place. Yeah, no, it's, it's good to see. Absolutely. So this season, Dan's telling me that the league has strengthened, that a lot of the clubs are, are coming up to a level whereby you're going to have more competitive games week to week and not have blowout score lines for half the weeks and then going into face really top opposition in the other 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 games. Is that something that you're relishing that you're going to have, you know, potentially a more consistent level of competition week to week this season? Yeah, I think that's one thing as a as a group. Um, we need to remain focused every week. I think this season compared to last season is going to be totally different. Um, as you say, a lot of teams have strengthened. So, you know, each week we have to be ready to, to take on as if they were the top team or the best team in the league um, because they are all going to be quite, quite strong teams. So, yeah, I think we all need to remain focused and um, yeah, go into every game 100%. What kind of challenge did Burundara specifically present? Do you, do you have, you know, individual scouting information on your opponents? Is that the kind of detail that Dan goes into? Um, yeah, they have quite a, they have a couple of experienced players um, through the middle with Christina Hall. Mm. Um, I think they had Margot Rabin uh, for the first or second game. My first game because she didn't play when I played them. Um, and I think they may have signed another W League player. Um, so just depends on when they play. But, yeah, they do have quite a strong um, few players that play for them. So I think uh, as long as we just focus on our game and, and work hard, I think we've got a good, got a good enough squad to, um, to come away with the win. Well, I love your confidence and I love this matchup. You've got two really attacking teams. I think it's going to be... Really, really entertaining on a very fast, synthetic pitch, as you say, end-to-end -end stuff at, at Darabin on the weekend. Best of luck to you and your teammates. And if you're in tip-top shape, as you say, the, the synthetic and the heat won't bother you one bit. Nah, we're ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. That's the message from the Preston women this season. Get down to Darabin International Sports Centre to support them on the weekend. 3.15pm kickoff. 
They need some of your support. They need you to bring your voices and your passion and cheer them over the line against their title rivals. It's a top two matchup in the first round of the season. Make sure you don't miss it. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Lions Den here on FNR Football Nation Radio and on the Preston Lions Facebook page. It is the official Preston Lions Club show. I'm Josh Parrish. I've got Rob Stambolziev with me here. But turns out we had so much to get through at the start of the show that I missed a couple of things, Rob. So apologies that some of the details slipped through the net. net, But uh, what we need to tell you is that if you haven't picked up your membership yet, um, first off, what are you doing? But secondly, it will be at the at the gate. So uh, when you when you come into the ground on Friday night, your membership will be available to pick up between six and eight p.m. Not half an hour before kickoff. Uh, that that's when you know we've got to file everybody through and not have anyone picking anything up. Same can be said for sponsorship packs and honor board packs. They'll be there at the gate to pick up between six and uh, eight p.m. And merchandise is going to be sold as well while stocks last. So, again, get in early. Um, but we will have merchandise on sale tomorrow night. It's a massive night for the club. It's a massive night for this man, Rob Stambolziev. Welcome to the Lions Den. Pleasure to be here. I'll just get your mic just next to your mouth there so we can hear everything you say because the senior men have started with two wins from two. They've been close-cut things, though. It's been pretty... Uh, I would say heart-stopping for the supporters, maybe for the players as well. Uh, but round one, injury time winner. Round two, a one-nil win where you had a million chances, but the ball just wouldn't go in the back of the net. We play for our fans. Uh, <laughs> we, we like to create that excitement. <laughs> but um, So you're just keeping us in suspense just to, so we get our, our money out of the ticket, right? Exactly. No, look, we've had two competitive games. Uh, first of all, the North Sunshine, uh, the derby. And, um, yeah, we got the goal late on with Chris Davies. And um, massive to get a derby goal um, and in front of our fans that had missed that much football. Um, but look, we look at both games, we're six points. Um, that's, that's the target. doesn't matter mm. sometimes how we play. Um, they'll tough opposition. We know how hard it is to go to the Sunshine game, then to go to Springvale away. Um, mm. Not many teams could probably get the results we did there. So it's good to get that out of the way. And now we look focused forward to Geelong tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that North Sunshine game was... It was brutal in many senses of the word, but particularly the heat, uh, which I don't know if people saw our, uh, our post-match interview that we did, but we thought we lost the footage because the sun was beating down and my camera actually overheated, managed to, to recover most of it. But uh, you were uh, overheating a little bit as well, mate. <laughs> yeah, like well, coming straight from work, I had, I had the open homes in the morning and auctions, um, coming to the game in that heat. Um, and the pressure in the game and, you know, you give everything mm. on the pitch, um, ended up cramping. Um, but it was good that we've got players that come in and... Well, there were groans from the supporters when you went down because you were probably our best player in the first half. Oh, just trying to help the team as much as I can, um, whether it be trying to attack players, try and create and um, always being an option for my teammates. So it's good that in the end that there is um, mm. players that it do who aren't playing that can come in, change the game as well if I'm not there or someone else. And in the end, the three points is what mattered. What I'm seeing from you this season is a real assertiveness to your game. You're getting in between the lines. You're presenting for the ball. You're demanding the ball. And that's, you know, we could even hear it on the effects mic last week. You really want, you really want the ball to your feet when you find space. It's actually very refreshing because the last thing you want is a player to be hiding when they don't want it, right? 
Uh, I, we joke about it in training. Um, even if I've got two, three men around me, I'll, I'll be shouting for the <laughs> I'll be shouting for the So yeah, they they kind of, I've got to kind of calm it down sometimes with my hand gestures and stuff like that. But <laughs> I like see, I like that. I want a player who wants it. You yeah. Know? When I'm shows, looking up, I don't want everyone backing off and saying not me, not me, and I'm going where's where's my options? Like, yeah, it's the emotion. I, I play with it, kind of jeez me up and stuff like that. But in the end, it's just trying to provide an option, an alternative uh, pass for my teammates and being that player. Well, you and Benji Levitikos have developed this really interesting chemistry where it used to be, you know, you're always coming inside onto your left foot, Benji overlapping. But I've actually seen a little bit of a tweak recently where Benji is is coming inside into midfield a little bit more. Is that like a relationship that you two have been developing in training? Well, we've had the convos all the time with Kappa and all that training, stealing Rob, stay out wide, then come in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, our games, we, we've got a great uh, chemistry together. Um, we love playing together on the right. Um, if it's me coming in, it's him going out, or vice versa. It's more just to give our options on our right. We do yeah. like we do like to see more of the ball than we. <laughs> well, everyone wants the ball. Exactly, exactly. So um, no, nah, look, he's he's a talented young lad, and we, I'm we're grateful to I'm grateful to have him on the right back position. Hopefully, see him many years to come. Absolutely. Well, I, I love the chemistry that's developing there, and. Coming into this Friday night, I mean, there must have been a buzz about training. Tell me about training because, I mean, you know that there's a record-breaking crowd that's coming in, filling that stand. You're going to have thousands and thousands of people cheering you on. That must give a real buzz and zip to the session this week. That's why we chose Preston. Um, all these boys that we've got in the team, they could play in higher leagues, um, but that's what drew us to us. We've got the fans, um, the stadium, and that was before all this infrastructure infrastructure came in yeah. um, and then on the bounce been starved the football everyone wanted to come back this season they've all come in top shape they know the competition for places and then this is just a bonus it's a, more of a celebration for the fans but for us we know we're focused on of course we like the outside noise and we want the crowd but for us it's getting the job mm. done against Geelong does it make it a little bit extra special for you with this this Macedonian derby that we've got for me yeah I was I'm a junior from the club from eight years old I used to come here even from younger, watching the seniors play and stuff like that. So it was a special moment. Um, we're proud of our Macedonian culture and to have Geelong here. We've got DJ Mungol and yeah, all that. Exactly. So he'll get the vibe going, no doubt. And uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a proud moment for us as Macedonians. It must be. Well, outside, you already mentioned it, but outside of football, real estate, right? If you were showing people around this brand new pavilion... Can you tell us about some of the features? I've just sprung this on him, by the way. <laughs> Can you tell us about some of the free features that you would be spruiking? Oh, it's it's you got to come and see it for yourself. Yeah. Um, no words can do it justice. Uh, you can sell it as much as you want. It's something that the community are just gonna love. Um, get down here tomorrow. I'm sure it's gonna be in, it's gonna come in droves. It's gonna be people that miss out, but yeah. we're all welcome. This is gonna be a place for generations to come. Uh, our kids, the uh, our grandparents, our uh, yeah. fathers, their, their kids, and yeah, for generations to come. Speaking of, you know, you, you, the generations and, and, and the pride, this week uh, we had, well, in the, in the past uh, seven days or so, we had, we had Macedonia in action in the World Cup qualifying playoffs. Where were you when the goal went in against Italy and uh, how did you react? I'm probably still celebrating the goal against Italy, <laughs> to be fair. Um, no, one, no, no one cares about the Portugal game. We're not going to talk about that. No, no, we, we kind of knew. <laughs> um, no, we're just, happy. we're just happy and proud of all the players that went out there um, no one expected Macedonia to do anything special. Um, it's just that we're on the map now. Everyone mm. knows that we're a footballing nation. Um, we had the Euros and stuff like that. Um, it was just building onto that, and that's a good platform for 
us as Preston Lions that if you're a junior and stuff like that, this is the place where if you had that feeling of Macedonia scoring, I kind of get it. It's like when you come here, when someone else puts, like Chris Davis scores the goal, we get that same feeling as that. So, yeah. you know, um, it's the closest thing we'll come to <laughs> playing for Macedonia um, and that's why it's a special club. Well, Preston comes first, mate. Take it, take it or leave the international <laughs> stuff. But, exactly. uh, it was fantastic to see this pavilion packed for both those qualifying games. The roof came off the place when, uh, when uh, Macedonia scored against Italy in the last minute. Uh, I think we're going to create some special memories out there tomorrow night on that, on that big playing surface. You've trained on it. What's it feeling like? And uh, what difference does it make to play on a surface like that? Not only the, the quality of the pitch, but also the size of it. And that's the thing. Um, people are going to be surprised about the size of the pitch. It is, it, it's a really big pitch. Um, but we knew that coming into the season. That's why we got all fit. Um, we know that's going to be the difference against other oppositions. Um, we just, we just, it's our, it suits our playing style to be able to play expansive football that we're trying to do um, yeah. and creative and quality that we've got on the pitch. Just allows us with the like carpet out there. It's got the width and all that sort of stuff. So we just want to play our brand of football and entertain the fans. Well, they're going to tell you to stay wide, Stambo, because there's plenty of space out on that <laughs> flank, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we've got enough to do there and try and beat my man and all that and create four opportunities for our team to win. You mentioned the, the coaching staff. Kappa is the one with the details, right? He's the, he's the one, you know, hand on his shoulder, you know, he's noticed something on the, on the game footage or whatever. Louis is, I'm, I'm not sure if he's ever watched a game back. He saw all that he needed to see on the sideline, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, look, they complement each other um, 100%. They've got totally trust in each other and for the boys. Um, we listen to every word that they tell us and try and implement as best as we can. Uh, Louis is more of a man manager, man yeah. manager. Um, yeah, look, he's been brutally honest with everyone um, throughout. So that's why I like, like him. Kappa, attention to detail, like you said. Yeah. Um, the guy's sick for football. Um, <laughs> all tactics, each player's, uh, we got a, in detail of our opposition players, how we can exploit them and how our team can be better constantly. The GPS data as well is incorporated into things. I heard, uh, I heard we had a little issue with your, uh, your GPS earlier in preseason. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm stitching you up here. <laughs> nah, it's, so we're playing against Caroline Springs. We're having a good game, to be fair. And it looks like, you know, we get our GPS. We like to know how fast we, we, we ran. That's the most important thing. But we don't want to look like that we didn't run much in the game. And my GPS was we were at the game and uh, the Declan, the fitness uh, trainer, yeah. uh, goes to me, um, Sam, but where's your GPS? Because they're expensive units. And I'm like, oh, don't you have any? He's like, no, nah, I was on the bench. And he goes... Um, he goes, no, no, I can't find the guy. I must be on the pitch somewhere. And then we left the – we go to the change rooms after the game and then someone's saying, where's Rob's GPS? And then Benji goes, oh, I had it. And I was like, oh, yeah, where is it? And he's like, oh, I was on the pitch. I got it. And instead of giving it back to you, I go, what would you do? He goes, oh, I threw it. <laughs> and, and then we never got that GPS unit back. So, um, yeah, so – but, no, nah, we've got a new GPS for me. So everything's – so I've got to run again. So they, they didn't uh, tear strips off you for your, your numbers suddenly falling off a cliff at one nah, point? I'm not surprised. The boys, the boys like to find ways to try and find me. Um, <laughs> but no, they, they, didn't, they didn't for this time. <laughs> oh, dear. So this game against Geelong is going to be massive. What kind of preparation have you done in the week? Is it just treating it as, as a normal game and, and trying not to let the, the spectacle of the, the whole situation affect you? Yeah, look, they've, um, the coaches have put in that sort of mindset for us. Um, the players know. Um, our job is to go out there. 
obviously we love to the goalies to play in front of fans and all that and it's a special place but in the end of the day we're just playing football we we all got the same objective to win the league this year like we are as Preston um, but at the same time we do want to play our brand of football and entertain the fans at the same time by winning yeah exactly and you know you've been creating chances I think that's the important thing to say one nil against Springvale last week didn't quite reflect the the pattern of the game, right? No, look, um, we had an early chance with Noor. Um, if that goes in, they open up. They they were happy to sit back and probably wait till the end and then get a grab a goal, smash and mm. grab, kind of like my thing in Italy. Um, but in the end, <laughs> we know we, it's an effective strategy. You know, you can't it, you can't knock it. It does work. Mourinho's been doing it for years. But um, yeah, so in the end, we knew one nil. Okay, it's three points. But we are creating the chances and we know one one of these games that it's they're all just going to be in the back of the net. Exactly. And, you know, the force field has to come off the goal at some point, right? I, I was actually commentating. I was in disbelief when it kept hitting the crossbar on the post. And uh, Kunda's effort from about 25 metres out came down off the crossbar and everyone's appealing for the goal. We need some goal line technology in that situation. I That's think. the thing, yeah. Kunda coming off the bench, him and Robbie, you know, with tied legs to kind of give us that push it would have been a great to get that goal i think he's still complaining that it is he's probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably gone to ffe and made a report but um <laughs> nah, in the end it's it, it's we got the three points and these we're just trying to you know look forward to john absolutely um so we've got some comments coming through someone has uh, has noticed that you've come straight from the job with your you collar there <laughs> so this is this is the dedication and commitment right you know, he's, he's showing off a property at 7pm. He's still here at 8.30 to come on air. That's what we want from our Preston yeah. players. Yeah, we'll do anything for Preston and Lions Vakadunia. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, people are trying to get you to roll like a line. I'm not going to embarrass you like that. They love that line. <laughs> Every time. But, you know, speaking of the, the roar of the crowd, that, that post-game song is going to be pretty special. Hopefully we can keep the lights on through the whole thing this time. But, uh, That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> it was pitch black halfway through. Yeah, no, nah, look, look I, even when you're on the pitch or in the, on the bench and stuff, you're listening to the songs, Bissab Balkanski, Ednu Ima Ima Um It jays up all the players. Um, and, yeah, we'd love to sing the song after the game. I'm pretty much at the main front of it and <laughs> singing his letters. in the thick of things. Uh, yeah, um, it's a song that, yeah, it brings everyone together and we love to see the faces of all the the older generation, even the young kids that are pumping it up as well. Absolutely. There's so many kids involved, especially in the home games when you have the active fans here uh, up and singing and chanting the whole match. There's so many juniors, which is so good to see. Exactly. Uh, like That was me back in the day, um, and that's why we're a destination club for these Mustang communities. But we're welcoming of every um, kid of all cultures and stuff. We're a place that is going places, and you know it's the place to be. Well, I want to talk about some of the new players that have joined or indeed rejoined this season. We'll start with Connor Bell. Great to have him back at the club, right? But what a free kick. Look, we I was here when Connor was uh, when he was here and it was a big loss for us um, last year. Uh, we knew how much he loved the club. He was watching every game and stuff and we know how much quality he has. Um, he can beat men. He's got that blistering pace in behind. Um, he's a joy to play, play with and we're just so glad to have him and that free kick just pretty much sums him up. Um, he's He's on fire. Has he uh, bagsied all the free kicks, though, for Friday now that he scored one, though? Yeah, look, he was on the free kicks. I was listening to your commentary watching <laughs> the game back saying you moved me out. I was like, nah, that's yours. That's your territory. Um, well, you, you took one of the, uh, the earlier ones. Yeah, right? it is true, but I was trying to hit the guys on the back stick. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, right, so, so. yeah. Um, nah, but look, he's, uh, he's a great free kick taker, and whoever feels confident enough to take it 
And yeah, we just went to the goal. Exactly, right. If it hits the back of the net, no one's upset. I mean, that was a beautiful trajectory on that one as well. It's so hard to get the ball up and down. Especially from that distance. Literally right on the edge of the box. Like that was so close to being a penalty. Uh, but th- that technique is, is something to behold. Yeah, and that, and and that's the quality he has. Um, he's obviously a player from the UK, and we know he can be in high leagues, but he chooses to play with us because he knows how special it is. I wanted to talk about your uh, your football fandom because obviously you love sporting Preston and and Macedonia as well. But I've noticed that you're uh, a big Liverpool fan as well. Uh, very online Liverpool fan, shall we say? He's got his Twitter feed. He's always tweeting away about Klopp and Salah and stuff. Is there a you know, is there a Liverpool player, you know, from over the, the journey that you've been supporting that you modelled yourself on? Uh, the, I used to be a Luis Garcia fanboy. You had my oh, okay. e- had my email address as Nick's Luis Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> and then the funniest thing is when I was in, the, I signed in Greece for Panathinaikos and he ended up being in the same dressing room. And it was like a surreal moment. I couldn't bring myself to say it to him. But um, no, nah, like, look, Harry Kill, obviously, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Liverpool, but yeah, big fan of Steven Gerrard. And I was fortunate to meet him. So, Luis Garcia, we can't just skim over that part. <laughs> yeah. Luis Garcia in the same dressing room. Like, did you even talk to him? You two, yeah, you... so we, he was a top bloke um, and all that. So, yeah, we talked about Liverpool and that was me. I was like, oh, he shot he shot it with his right foot. I'm like, oh, you right? I thought you were right footed. He goes, no, nah, I'm left footed. He was both footed. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, I've had the top. Um, and then when I was at Sydney FC, uh, they had a Liverpool's Legends game. They told me to go to some wine thing um, to just mm-hmm. do some promo. And ended up being with him again. <laughs> and that's when I kind of, and yeah. So it's a, yeah, funny, funny story. And he ended up signing in the A-League after that. He was retired. And then they had a Liverpool Legends friendly. And then the Mariners went, oh, actually, that guy's still got it. <laughs> yeah. And then he scored a backhill goal or something as well for the Mariners. Yeah, just the quality that he had at the time and still does. Um, yeah, the difference in quality overseas to the A-League. Where does the Liverpool fandom come from? Is it a family thing? Is it, you know, watching them on TV growing up? Where does it? Besides being a... The best team in the world. Um, okay, well, yeah, yeah, and having the best fans and stuff like that. Um, yeah, my brother. My brother's been uh, he's a lot older, but he's mature. Uh, he's always looked after me and sort of stuff like that. He took me to Anfield. Um, and, yeah, so that's why we've always been um, close together with Liverpool. Right. So uh, you're always up all hours of the night watching those games? Growing up, I used to get used to have to listen to it on the radio. We didn't have Foxtel back then, <laughs> and then yeah, call in and stuff on the one of the shows and stuff for the trivia. But yeah, we're m- massive fans of Liverpool and stuff like that. I know you're a Man United fan. Sometimes uh, I try. Oh, and... don't out me like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, you're one of those Ollie's in guys, Ollie at the wheel, and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. So yeah, it's kind of changed now. I I definitely wasn't. Let's uh, <laughs> let's set the record straight there, but. Uh, I don't know. Manchester United, I could take or leave, to be honest. You, you're next level with your, uh, your Liverpool <laughs> fandom. So, yeah. so uh, let's talk about some of your other uh, other new teammates. You mentioned Norse Shahavdic, who had a pretty outstanding game against um, Springvale on the weekend. What has he brought to the squad? Uh, Noor has got all the qualities you can want from a forward. He's quick, he's got both feet, um, he gets on the ball, he tries to throw the ball. He's not selfish, um, but he... He can score goals. Um, he was just unfortunate not to get the get his goal, um, but he's a player that can play all the all across the front. Um, he's integrated into the team beautifully um, with the team on and off the pitch. I and mean, yeah, we're we're lucky to have no. Absolutely, he's he's one of those players who can take the ball under pressure, and that's that's what you want, right? Playing in that kind of position. 
yeah, the only knock on him is we want him to be a bit more vocal in and around the change rooms and stuff like that. But Well, that's yeah. the thing. I wanted to get him on the show tonight and I was told he doesn't say a word to anyone. So, you know. Yeah, I, and it's not. You got When you go one-on-one, like at the start, um, and as an older player, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try and talk to him and stuff like that. He, he doesn't stop talking, but in and around – he kind of looks uh, reminds me of a bit of Roxy at times. Okay, <laughs> that right. sort of yeah, quite achiever. Yeah, exactly. But um, the quality that him and Roxy have on the pitch is what they brought here for. Exactly. Um, speaking of Roxy, by the way, what a performance uh, against Springvale! I thought he was absolutely outstanding in that holding midfield role. He does the unglamorous stuff, right? He's the rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been here since my first stint. Uh, in the longest serving player in the men's uh, the se- men's senior squad, I believe. Exactly, and every year. Not at the club, mind. Dyer blows him out of the water by about 20 years. But, um, and she'll, <laughs> and she'll continue for the, re- for <laughs> exactly. the generation. Um, but, yeah, no, Roxy, as you said, quite achiever. He does the things that others don't want to do, and he plays it simple to players that do want to do this, the things they want to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but every team needs a player like Roxy, and, yeah, we're, we're glad to have him. So... You went through a bit of uh, adversity in that game in the opening couple of minutes. It was really sad for uh, Ned, uh, Nadim Skenderovic to go down with an injury in the first five minutes or so on his starting debut. Uh, but even though Ersan Gulen was out for that game, you still had the man, the myth, the legend, Butker, to, to come in at ten and a half. Yeah, look, Ned, uh, as um, Noor um, came in, we saw him at the one of the practice games. Yeah. I'm like, who's this guy? Like, he's He came in pretty late, right? He was uh, playing against Redbacks, I remember. That was yeah. his first game. And I didn't know what he was. It was a forward. It was, it was just, and we just said, who's this massive kid? <laughs> and um, then when you found out his age, and then you saw his quality on the ball, uh, left-footed centre-back, which everyone's crying out for, um, his quality. And, yeah, it, it's sad that um, he ended up getting He's actually um, going to be okay. Uh, oh, so going to be out. Yeah, so we're fortunate to have him. Um, and, yeah, he's great around the club. But then again, you've got your Urson Gulam. His resume speaks for himself, and we're, we're like, like, I look at it, young boys here, go up to him. I don't know if you would like me to say that, but go up to him and soak up as much as you can from his knowledge and stuff. Him, Batka, and all that. It's, it's, you don't get that much um, around in these sort of um, environments. And then obviously you're saying Batka, we've got the sponsor, manager, the, the, everything off the field. But then again, comes on at how old? Thirty nine, mm-hmm. and. He puts in the shift, and he, uh, I thought he he calmed us down in the yeah. time where, you know, and he was against Milos Lewic, who's a MPL name for over the years. And yeah, we, yeah, Butka is just someone that yeah speaks volumes. Absolutely, he is uh, seamless. I don't think he expected to come on that early, but always ready when he gets the call up. And uh, Louis gave him a little rest at the end of the game as well, which is nice to see. On and then then off, his job was done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, and that's why he, he plays his role to perfection. Um, when he needs to come in, he's he's always uh, consistent. And, yeah, um, as a Macedonian person looking up to Batka mm. as well, legend on and off the field for us and, you know, grateful Batka for having him around. You mentioned the experience of, of Ersan Gulam in the squad. Um, he's voted captain this season. He's only been at the club a really short space of time, so that speaks volumes about the kind of person we're dealing with, right? Yeah, exactly. We had a, pre- a pre-season game against Geelong, and um, everyone, Louis hands the captaincy to different various pra- players during the preseason. And then Urson did a speech and everyone's like, that's, that's our guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, even if... It, what was the speech like? Set the scene for me. Because uh, it was before a preseason game. Like. Any, any given Sunday, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. Al, Pacino, <laughs> Al Pacino. Um But no, it, look, 
like I said, his resume speaks for itself. He's played at the highest level. But I think the best thing to say, he's like the nicest person. Like he's a top bloke. Mm. Um, he's funny. Um, he, he's not someone that's for what he's done in football and all that. He's you can have a chat to anyone. Anyone can up, come up to him. He's uh, vocal on the pitch. He leads from mm. everywhere, and um, yeah, he just help tries to help as much as he can. Have you heard any uh, war stories about Besiktas or the Turkish national team yet? Is he uh, dropped oh, any of those? Not that I can tell. I <laughs> no, nothing fit for broadcast? <laughs> no, nah, nah. I've got enough gems tonight. I'll, I'll wait for the next time. Absolutely. I reckon we should take a little break and we'll hear from our sponsors a little bit. And after the break, we'll uh, hear more from our guest, Rob Stambolziev, here on the Lions Den. You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Lions Den for the final time this evening, broadcasting live from our brand new pavilion here at Janice Steel Stadium. A massive thank you to all of the volunteers who've worked around the clock to make tomorrow night happen, our first home game against Geelong Soccer Club. It's an 8.30 p.m. kickoff, but you're going to want to be here much, much earlier than that because we are dealing with a crowd in the thousands. Could be north of 5,000. Rob Stambolziev from the senior men's team is my guest tonight. Rob, you must be so excited. Yeah, look, it's, um, when you're growing up, you want to play in big crowds and, yeah, who gets 5,000 people? <laughs> um, and, then, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, we're at a club where... The weird. A-League's not getting 5,000 people, mate. Nah, nah, they're complaining about it and all, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, it's just it's excitement. We're, we're, ha- we're happy, excited to get on the pitch and show the fans what we can do. The volunteer ethic around this place is absolutely unbelievable. We had people up on Cherry Picker putting up the new metal signage on top of the, the grandstand today. We had people doing signage, painting. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal what, what people sacrifice and give up to make this club what it is. And that's why we're, we're a massive community and we're grateful for everyone that volunteers and helps out as much as, much as you can. Um, it's a place that people do want to do that for the club. Um, they want to give out of the pocket. They want to take time out of their work. We've seen with um, our, just our presidents, our committee members and all that. But besides them, there's every every person that wants that's a fan that comes out and helps this club to achieve what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Uh, we've got some comments coming through. Uh, Benji, stunned to hear that you, you're, you've played in Greece. Do you often share a few Greece stories around it? No, the boys kind of try and, oh, did you play A-League? Did you play? <laughs> but I'm kind of quiet and stuff like that. Hey, um, they don't all have Wikipedia pages like no, yours. So. The thing is... We all have on our resume at Wikipedia. We played for Preston Lions, <laughs> so we, that's 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 big enough. But you still had some pretty amazing experiences in your your career. Obviously, you know coming back here is incredibly special. But to play in some of the competitions that you have to play, in, I think it was the Asian Champions League for Sydney FC. Like that's a that's a serious level. Yeah, it's something I'll be great. Um, uh, I'll be proud of um, once I'm done playing and stuff like that. I have experienced a lot in my life. Got to move over to the UK when I was 14. Um, live overseas, um, and then yeah, playing the A League and stuff like that. I was I was thinking like tomorrow we're playing in front of five thousand. Like I was at ANZ playing against Chelsea, eighty thousand. I'm mm. probably more nervous to play against the five thousand tomorrow <laughs> with all our family and friends. <laughs> well, take Preston out of the equation. What's the best atmosphere you've ever played in? It's a tough question, I know, to spring on you with no prep. But and it, what's the first one that springs to mind? That one would be the Kereskaki. It's the Olympiakos um, in Greece. Wow. Um, yeah, played them in the cup. Um, there was like twenty-seven thousand. 
Oh, that, that place is basically on fire. Like, yeah. The, <laughs> literally, there's so many the flares. In the A-League, you get one flare, they're probably calling the game off. But um, <laughs> you're getting thrown with all sorts of stuff like that. And I remember one time, it was like someone threw a chicken on the on the pitch and it's just running around. So A live chicken. Yeah, a live chicken. How do you get that into the stadium? Oh, I don't know. And how do, you, how do they do half the stuff that they do over there? But um, yeah, I'd say the Kereskaki. <laughs> uh, Davos saying can Stambo be on the Lions Den every week you're available on Thursdays right we can make this regular uh, I need a co-host this season actually the position yeah. is still vacant by the way look Benji had his chance I think last year I think he was <laughs> gunning for that position um, uh, look uh, work's been pretty busy and stuff like that but I appreciate it um, <laughs> good comment though. I think he's playing over in Macedonia himself so talented oh, wow. young lad as well and Alex says must score tomorrow Rob no pressure yet yeah, uh, Alex um, is an on, on the honour board member. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for that. Um, yeah, look, if I score, it'd be a special celebration, but, you know, the three points are what matters. Well, that's a good segue because we have to, we have to thank everybody who's contributed to make this honour board initiative a success. It's been ordered. It's, it's going to be there. It's going to be, like, so special to have these people in the pavilion uh, as invited guests for... Uh, the function that's going on for sponsors and honour board members beforehand. So that's important to note. From 7pm, there's going to be an event on in this brand new building and general uh, public fan access to the pavilion uh, will be after half time. Uh, so we just want to honour the, the people who've contributed so much uh, to the club and uh, there's going to be a special event on in here. But across the course of the season, we're going to be showing off this place. So... Uh, uh, the canteens outside on the exterior of this building, the old canteen in the uh, in the uh, grandstand, and then we've got Get Duck, which is you can order on your phone. It's pick up points over the scoreboard and the entrance to the ground. They'll send you a text message when it's ready. How good is that kebabie? When it's it's like it's like Uber Eats for kebabie. Yeah, look, the lines would have been crazy. So exactly, Get Duck. Um, that's it, yep. Yeah, look, that, that's something that unheard of and it's something genius and that I'm sure everyone's going to get on their phone and be ordering away. How many? One kebab, two kebab? I don't know how, much, <laughs> how many people are going to start ordering if it's getting delivered to them. I hope we get a big take up on that because it's a brand new app. But I think that's like secretly like a sneaky reason why people want to come and play at Preston Lions. Like you talk about the crowd, the atmosphere, the facilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the food is unbelievable. Yeah, that's the thing. Like people come and go to halftime to get something. They're like, we're sold out. Like it's just like, people are going early and stuff like that. So yeah, that's it's a great thing to have to get ducked. But um, yeah, the kebabi, the Macedonian cuisine is something, you know, you can't buy elsewhere. I'm getting some tips from the comments on questions now. Steven says, ask him about LeBron versus MJ. You're a basketball fan? Yeah, like you said, a little, massive Liverpool fan. I'm a LeBron James stan. Um, <laughs> oh, the guy can't do no wrong in my eyes. Um, greatest player in, and yeah, um, bust me, kind of get on Twitter. And Come on, you it, didn't watch The Last Dance? Yeah, The Last Dance, it's a, it's a nostalgia thing. It's a propaganda by the media and stuff like that. <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, look, he was a great player, but um, LeBron James says, yes, yeah, surpassed him in my eyes. Do you have a team that you follow or are you just going for LeBron? No, look, wherever LeBron James been, I'm a Cleveland fan. I'm a Miami here, back to Cleveland. <laughs> and now a Lakers fan. And, and now you were making fun of me for supporting Manchester United. I think that's a bigger crime, to support one player. Yeah, uh, but look, it's the greatest player. It's basketball. It's five players on a team. They all change it all the time, so it's kind of hard to get. And, <laughs> and it's based in the, and it's a sport I can't play. Right, okay. No, all the coordination with your feet, right? Yeah, you've got to be a certain height, I guess, to play basketball and stuff like that. But um, nah, I'm more of, yeah, yeah, stick to soccer. Uh, what you're taller than me, so, you know, that's, that's a start. There, we'll go one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs>
So um, we should get towards wrapping this thing up tonight. It's been so great to see everybody contributing uh, in the comments. Oh, Kira is asking, why'd you swap the number 10 for the number eight this season? Okay, Kira. Um, I think Kira probably bought number 10 top, or like, okay. like everyone else did. Yeah, um, yeah no. Uh, <laughs> I was, a, as a junior, I was a number eight. Um, so, like, I wanted to go back to that sort of thing. Um, and, yeah, that's why I've always liked the number eight and the number came available. I don't know how much Robbie uh, Namoski wanted the number 10, Silk. So I thought I'll, I'll, I'll give it to him. I think there's one obvious reason. Steven Gerrard, right? Exactly, Steven Gerrard. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've that's, that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard. I mean, you know, never won the Premier League. But, yeah. How hard, Gerrard? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's getting late here at the Pavilion. We should sign off here on the Lions Den. We are so excited for tomorrow night. Get here early. Find a park on uh, the industrial areas off Radford Road. It's a short walk up because parking around the ground is going to be gone before you know it. So make sure you're prepared. You've got your membership. It's going to be scanned at the gate. So um, it's going to be checked. Uh, or you've got your money ready to, to get in. Um, so we just have to be mindful of the volume of people that the club is going to be dealing with tomorrow night and the effort that everybody who is volunteering their time is going to to make this big event logistically possible. So just be kind, be patient, and be enthusiastic and excited for our first home game of the season. I know that atmosphere is going to tear the roof off this place. It's going to be incredible. 100% looking forward to seeing everyone here. So support our senior teams this weekend, not only the men who played 8.30 tomorrow night, but the women who are in action uh, against their title rivals, Burundara Eagles, on Sunday. It's a 3.15 p.m. kickoff uh, at the Darabin uh, Sports Centre uh, on the synthetic pitch there. Uh, the senior women are looking in great shape. Uh, the fitness tests are off the charts. They scored nine goals in their first game. No better time to, to get on board with the women's team as well. But we will see you here tomorrow night at BT Connor Reserve, Jenna Steele Stadium. Go Preston. Preston, Preston. Near post City. It's in. And again, Warren Spink has a hand in it. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes. 2-1 up, Preston Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on. Crossfield ball for Tineski to try the spectacular. It's brilliant, is it over the line? Yes! What a goal from Alex Tineski. It's the winner. What a great goal by Kulevsky. The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. The Preston Lions are the Premier League champions. There it is. And is that the goal that takes them up? Through ball for Spink. He's in the box. Back for Cole. Cole square. Here's a chance for Smith. Smith, yes, it's there. Smith, Cole, Smith, Smith doing the damage. 1-0.